Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of FinTech Friday. Uh, we're, we're making our way into the, the summer months now, and uh, hopefully everyone's uh, enjoying the, uh, the, early, the early summertime. So I'm super excited about our guest uh, this week, uh, Nagesh Cherikapali with Infosys. Um, and we've, uh, at FinLocker, we've gotten to know Nagesh and his team really well. I spent some time with him a week or so ago, and um, I thought this would be just a super cool discussion to kind of get Nagesh's uh, thoughts on all things fintech. So welcome, Nagesh. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Bram. Thanks for inviting me, and uh, I think you've had great conversations last uh, couple of weeks, you know, the various topics that you've discussed. I'm excited to be part of this session. Yeah, and that's that's what's cool about this because I'm, I'm not a uh, professional podcaster, so uh, there's no planning, and you can attest to that. You and I literally uh, had a 30-second conversation, and we're off to the races. So what we, uh, what we do on the show is we start every episode asking uh, the guests to just share your thoughts on the term fintech. What does it mean to you? And and uh, I, I'm really interested in hearing your thoughts here. That, that's, that's a great uh, way to start this conversation, right? I mean, fintech, uh, I, I would say that, I mean, this is something that we've been using of late for the last uh, five to six years. But I always felt, uh, you know, financial services, uh, specifically banking and, uh, you know, whether it's trading or, or the capital market segment, right? I think uh, they've been extensively using technology for the last 40, 50 years. I mean, that's where I think uh, a lot of innovation has happened. Of late, what has changed, uh, I would say in the last 10 to 15 years, is more and more technology companies trying to, uh, you know, use technology, you know, get into the financial services and offer products, right? I mean, one of the first uh, innovator, I would say, is PayPal. I mean, we all know today PayPal, how successful it's been, uh, right? And uh, what, uh, how they have revolutionized the whole financial services segment. And today, there are a lot of banks that are really, uh, you know, challenged with the way the new fintechs are coming up with new products and new offerings and, you know, especially focusing on customer experience, right? Uh, how do we tune the products to what the uh, customers want, not the other way around, right? I've got something, you know, how can I sell this to the customer? I think that's the uh, aspect that I would say, you know, what has changed. But, you know, financial services, technology always go hand in hand for the last uh, 50 years. Yeah. Whether it's bank, banks or the financial services institutions using technology, uh, it's more of what, you know, how technology uh, companies coming up, uh, you know, to speed and trying to offer a differentiated solution. I love that because I, what I just took from you is that the term fintech, most of us think it's a five to 10 year old term. And the reality of it is, is fintech has been around since banks have been around, right? It, it, <laughs> um, I mean, I, if you think about banking, you know, 20 years ago, the fintech was the back office. It's all the work that was going on in the back office. It wasn't really customer facing. And so um, I'm, I'm uh, this is our ninth episode and, and we've gotten like nine unique, different kind of thoughts on this. And you, you just really nailed it by saying fintech's been around as long as banking's been around essentially, which is, which is absolutely, awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> it's about how best you can use the technology, right? How do you actually innovate, uh, you know, technology is always used to innovate, 
offer better services, right? Uh, it's not about, you know, just improving the back office. It's more about how can I get that, get in front of the client and how can I uh, do things better for the clients, right? I mean, I think that's, that's what PayPal has done. That's what Stripe is doing or that's what today, you know, FinLocker is doing, right? By offering, uh, you know, technology in the hands of your, uh, you know, the banks and the end clients, right? Uh, more importantly, on how they can take decision, how they can actually enable themselves and, and you know, uh, better be, get better educated right. and, uh, you know, taking the services. So let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, Infosys. Great company, global company, massive company, and you guys are in all kinds of different verticals. Um, we've, we've gotten to know each other in kind of the mortgage and banking verticals, but share a little bit about who Infosys is, how you serve the U.S. mortgage and, and banking industry, and some of the cool things you guys are working on. Absolutely, absolutely. So Infosys is is a global uh, uh, company, and and we always, I mean, we've been in business for last uh, forty years. Uh, while our traditional, uh, you know, our, our the focus in the past was primarily to provide technology services, uh, you know, to uh, many of our clients, uh, you know, in terms of helping uh, develop the applications, build the applications, maintain and run these applications and infrastructure. What has changed in the last uh, ten fifteen years is, you know. A, there is a significant transformation happening all over, right? Uh, banks are always looking for new solutions, you know, and, and if you actually see, there is a significant crunch that's happening in terms of offering these solutions to the, uh, to the, to the market, right? How quickly can I bring the solutions to the market? How can I actually use, uh, you know, make the best use of technology, right, to be able to offer these solutions to the market? And, and moreover, the competition is, is trying to, you know, uh, move fast and, and you, we got to help our clients to actually catch up, not only catch up, but also, you know, move ahead of this competition. And that's where we started innovating ourselves. And we started looking at, you know, how can we be a, uh, you know, a full service provider to the bank? How can we actually bring a suite of solutions, not only, you know, developed in-house, but also, you know, the best of breed solutions available in the market. And how can we bring all of these things together and offer a comprehensive, uh, you know, package to our clients? So that they then uh, can take it and offer to their uh, clients, right? You know, always think from our clients' clients' shoes and and come up with uh, you know uh, offering solutions and uh, products that will align, right? So that's that's what Infosys has been focusing on in the last uh, uh, I would say uh, uh, you know last five to ten years, and it's been extremely successful. I mean, today we are working with many of our uh, clients in building new products, new banking products new mortgage products, right? Uh, we are providing an end-to-end -end, uh, service, right? That includes technology, not just technology, but also business operations and also helping them in terms of client acquisition, client retention, right? And taking uh, responsibility for some of those methods. Yeah, so I think uh, for, for our viewers and listeners, um, they're not necessarily gonna see Infosys as a product facing in the market. You, you either, collaborate and co-develop or develop products for clients um, or power back office uh, operations uh, from a BPO perspective. And, um, and, and I think people would be probably surprised at, at, at how many uh, mortgages you all touch one way or the other in the industry. Absolutely. So that's, that's the, I mean, we always want to make sure that, you know, the clients become more efficient 
and uh, they are uh, able to offer better experience to the clients. But you know, end of the day, all of that backend, uh, you know, from a technology perspective, the transformation perspective, is something that uh, you know Infosys is responsible, right? It's about you know how do we actually remove the friction, uh, you know, when a mortgage uh, company or a bank uh, interacts with their client, and how can we uh, be a significant portion of that, you know, removing that friction yeah. and helping them, uh, you know, leverage uh, the the best of the technology. Right, I mean, it, again, going back to what you said, right, the fintechs, how do they play a role? I mean, the way I look at it, right, there are multiple things happening within the mortgage space. I mean, it's no longer a single monolithic end-to-end -end platform or a custom application that you develop and start running everything on that application, right? There are ch challenges and limitations that you would have. Right? Today, if you actually see, just taking mortgage as an example, you've got multiple products that would help in terms of origination multiple products that would help in terms of servicing how do i actually bring the best of breed solutions for my clients right and and you know uh, as as you said finlocker is there in terms of helping you know uh, acquire those clients how do you actually look at the various products that are available so our role is to actually bring all of these solutions together and uh, deliver that to our clients so that they can you know focus on their client rather than focusing on you know how do i bring these systems how do i run the operation right so we, so Finlocker, we've we've got some experience with you guys. We're, we're we have a, a a partnership, and and I think this is a perfect example of where uh, folks like Infosys kind of serve uh, the the broader industry. So, uh, you know, we have our own staff, developers and designers and product folks, and they're you know they're working on just the things that we have in our roadmap. Well, Finlocker, we had a we had a significant project that we wanted to. Uh, undertake, and that was relaunching our mobile app experience for consumers. And so, uh, for us, what was there was two things that were really important. Well, there are three things, probably more than that, but there's three key things. One was uh, we wanted to be able to get into market as fast as possible, right? So, we have this idea that's created. We kind of know what we want to do, and we want to get into market as fast as possible. Well, we're a small fintech startup. We have a staff of X and for us to go hire a bunch of people for this project, uh, it was going to take some time, going to take some capital, and then when the project's done, what are we going to do with these people? And so this is where uh, partnering with Infosys, you all have basically become a seamless extension of Binlocker in terms of developing our mobile app. And and I want to talk a little bit about that because I've I'm not in the day to day. Um, process, but I'm just watching kind of with some awe and amazement at, at how this process works. And, and I think this speaks to the fact that you're a global company. So, you know, we, we started back in December with, you know, some design workshops led by, by your team. And uh, what I thought was cool was we would do a workshop, you know, a four hour workshop, let's just say 9 a.m. to uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, and by the way, everyone knows this. We did it all remote, right? We had to. <laughs> and so we take this, we get this workshop, we get a bunch of feedback uh, and ideation. And your team, uh, your design team, would take that those thoughts and kind of put them into a form. Um, and then this is me, you know, being a little bit distant. You would then also share it with your team in India. Okay, so now 
in my mind, I, the next day when I come in, I, I'm seeing my ideas, the things that I talked about come to life in wireframes, which is an amazing process. May, talk a little bit about how that really fast tracks and enables uh, development uh, with, with a partnership with like InfoSys. Absolutely. So the key is, right, I mean, what, what we have been focusing on in the last 10, 15 years and helping our clients is to actually, uh, you know, uh, look at the experience, right? It's about uh, having that end user experience. How do you actually get that, right? So, uh, you know, to that extent, we actually have uh, acquired a couple of uh, design agencies. And we have also set up uh, an experience design center in partnership with uh, Rhode Island School of Design. Uh, so we've actually deepened our capabilities in the design aspect. So we believe, right, uh, you know, it's about understanding the end customer and making sure that we work towards, uh, you know, we, we create some rapid prototypes that can then provide a visual impact to your to yourself and your end clients. And that's when, you know, you get a quick feedback and that can be incorporated rather than going through a regular waterfall model where you actually wait for, uh, you know, some of these, uh, uh, you know, outputs to be delivered, uh, you know, three months or six months down the line after you finalize your requirement. So just take, take the case in point, right? Your uh, pin locker, what we've done, we've actually gotten our design experts uh, from Wang Dudi, Infosys uh, Digital Practice, and we have put them together as a team, right, that can work with the backend uh, technology teams, right? And they initially used to do that design thinking sessions, work with you and your clients, come up with these, uh, uh, you know, ideas and then take those ideas back to our development team, come up with, uh, you know, the designers and developers actually used to work on those uh, wireframes and prototypes. And then that used to come back to you next day morning. So we always used to do this whole global delivery model is, is, is part of our, you know, the DNA of every infusion. But what actually augmented that is this whole designing it and, uh, you know, uh, working towards creating the prototypes and quickly providing those feedback prototypes and, you know, taking that feedback and then refining it the next day, right? So that was, you know, quite unique. And I think that's that's what actually, uh, you know, helped us develop this whole mobile application in a very rapid fashion and uh, being able to, you know, be ahead of the timelines, right, in most cases. And, you know, uh, if everything goes well, we'll be launching that uh, mobile application and hopefully that would uh, change in terms of, you know, what your customers are expecting. Yeah, it's been, it's been, uh... A great process, but like I said, just it, for me personally, just the uniqueness of words coming out, you know, at 10 a.m. and inside of 24 hours having clickable wireframes to to engage with is just a, a phenomenal way, and it and it, and it really has um, accelerated for for us for Pintlocker the uh, the development and what will be a phenomenal uh, mobile app that'll be out here in a, in a few weeks. Um, I'm curious, uh, as you kind of, you know, look, look across the, the U.S. mortgage and, and banking industries, um, you talked a little bit about kind of the influence of Stripe and PayPal. Are there other, other uh, trends that you're seeing in terms of, uh, you know, the digital, the consumer experience from a digital perspective? Absolutely. And I see, I see multiple trends, right? I mean, I, I call this as, uh, you know, uh, so I, I call this micro segments, right? When you actually look at the banking and mortgage, there are multiple micro segments that exist within this, uh, you know, banking and, uh, you know, we call it whether 
with different uh, business processes or a cluster or, or you know call it micro segments right i mean just take the uh, example of uh, uh, you know mortgage as i mentioned earlier there are multiple uh, micro segments that are actually evolving within the uh, mortgage space and and we uh, see that you know there are uh, specialized uh, I mean, you call it fintechs or technology companies that are uh, developing these financial products that actually are focusing on those areas and, and those actually bring a lot of value. Other than that, you know, what I see is probably going to make uh, a most impact in the next few years is on the payments front, right? So real-time payments, uh, you know, payments transformation and, and what's happening with respect to, you know, what we hear in the market, the cryptocurrency and all of that stuff, right? that is sort of going to change the uh, way uh, you know the companies are going to evolve i mean we see three years back uh, you know there was no bank who was even touching uh, you know anything uh, related to cryptocurrency but today we've seen so many banks that are offering it we've got uh, banks that have started launching uh, you know mobile uh, applications we've got one of the application uh, that we that, that's being developed right so on again to help uh, you know buy and sell cryptocurrency just on a mobile app. I mean, we know about Coinbase and many of those. So that's one area that I would see evolving. But the other important area that I think, uh, which is most critical, where a lot of work will happen is on the, again, on the experience, right? How do you actually engage the client? How do you uh, look at, you know, uh, every dollar of, of your client and see how, what is the best way to either spend it, save it, or use it for something else, right? What is the best way to do it? If you are spending it, what is the? Are you spending on the right thing, right? And and how do you actually look at the various options that you have? Right. I think trying to get into the transaction and helping the client to take the right decision, and and making sure that you know they understand why they are taking the decision. I think that's where the focus is going to be, and make that experience seamless and easy. I think that's that's the other. And and we see a lot of new products that are coming up in you know specifically. Uh, in the customer experience, data analytics, AI, uh, you know, those are the areas that I think the investments will happen. And those are the areas that I would see, uh, you know, a uh, lot of, uh, you know, new products that will, uh, that are starting to come up or have come up. I love that. And you, you kind of segued into my, my last question that I was going to ask um, in this segment. And so um, cost, con consumer experience, data analytics, AI, insights, um, all of this is really at its core driven by consumer data, right? Yes. And so I'd love your, you know, this is a kind of a self-serving question, but I'd lo love your, your thoughts on uh, just kind of how you view the value for, of a, for a consumer, the value of them controlling their data and being empowered to use that data to uh, enable transactions and, and, and things of that sort. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's where I think, uh, uh, you know, I would say a lot of focus has been there, right? I mean, with what we are hearing in the market, uh, with what we are hearing, what, you know, in terms of the various breaches happening, consumer, consumer always would like to have control on their destiny. Always want to look at, you know, today they do have access to data, but they don't have it in a way that they would like to see, right? I mean, I, I, I know that I'm making uh, so many uh, transactions, right? I, I use so many credit cards, but I really don't know on which particular product am I spending all of this uh, money, right? You know, I don't have a way to synthesize the data. 
I don't know, uh, you know, are there better ways to spend that money, right? Are there products available in the market? I mean, take the case in point, right? You are uh, FinLocker and how it's helping the first time home buyers, right? There, you know, what is the, you know, when do I need to buy my home, right? Is it better to buy or rent? I mean, this is a classic question that most of us ask ourselves, but there's no clear answer, right? Unless I really get into the details of my, uh, you know, the financial uh, footprint and understand the uh, environment, understand the entire landscape, and then I'll be able to take the right decision. So I think it's important that I know what I'm doing and I'm in con complete control of what I do, right? And I think that's what, that's where, uh, you know, your product would help a lot. And there are many other uh, solutions that are coming up, yeah. right? But one thing that we need to keep in mind as we offer these solutions to our clients, I think is all around the whole risk, right? And, and, uh, the, the to what level of uh, you know risk uh, would a client be willing to take so how do you actually combine this with some kind of a risk uh, scoring model and eventually you know sort of help banks also uh, you know come up with the right uh, methods to offer the right product right. The customized products i would say i love it thank you for that so nagesh this has been awesome very insightful and uh, i, I want to close by by asking you to share something about you that'll help uh, our viewers and listeners get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. So thanks, uh, Brian. I mean, I get, once again, thank you very much for inviting me for this uh, session. And, uh, you know, from my perspective, I've always been excited, you know, with the financial services sector. And as I said, right, uh, technology has always been the integral part of financial services sector. And I have played, uh, you know, right from the start of my career, uh, you know, I've, I've been working with uh, many banks and financial service institutions and in helping them, uh, you know, create new products. And I continue to do that. Uh, today, my role uh, as uh, head of sales for financial services in uh, Infosys, I think uh, it's, it's even more exciting with the possibilities that are out there, right? I mean, with the number of companies that are out there, the fintechs, and more importantly, right, I get to actually work with you know, like FinLocker, where we have a 360 degree relationship, right? I know what the clients want. I know, you know, the uh, the power of your solution, and I know what Infosys can bring to the table. And and you know, bridging all of those together and offering a comprehensive solution that would really, you know, uh, create a wow factor with the clients. I mean, that's where I feel excited. And and uh, you know, I think I would want to continue to work with uh, you know both the fintechs and the banks to be able to you know. Uh, move up to the next level in terms of their transformation journey. That was awesome. I love it. Well, Nagesh, this has been this has been wonderful. Uh, I appreciate you joining on relative short notice, um, but you've you've brought some uh, some great insights and information. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode of FinTech Fridays, and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right.